0: I want to talk today on the armour of God. If you've been around Christianity for a little while, you would have heard of the armour of God. It's uh, spoken about in Ephesians chapter 6. And we need the armour of God. We need the protection that the armour of God. It's like an outfit. You know, I was thinking it's like a uniform. It's like the Christian uniform. The armour of God is like the Christian uniform. I don't know if you remember going to school and putting your uniform on. or I used to be a nurse. So I used to put on a uniform. I, like, look like a nurse. I answer the phone. Sister Grant speaking, I used to say. Uh, All very official. Uh, Or maybe um, KFC. They wear uniforms at KFC Uh, everywhere. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I have actually... Soccer players wear uniforms as well, right? You know what, it's the, it's the mum's job generally, the soccer mum's job to um, collect the uniforms at the end of the game for the kids and then wash them, bring them back for the team uh, for the following week. And I wasn't very good at that job. Uh, but one week it was like my turn. You know, you were on a roster and my boys were playing soccer and uh, we got them and they got put in the back of the, the car, promptly forgot about them for the whole week. And so there's these little boys that had been running around. And the following week, I went away. I traveled over to Perth to preach in a church over there. They were still in the back of the car, in the boot. So one of my friends, she rings me up Saturday morning. Oh, it's not good, is it? This is a parenting fail. It's all right. We all have them. It's okay. Uh, they, she said, where's the soccer jersey? I'm like, what do you mean the soccer jerseys? And she goes, like, you had them to wash. I'm like, Right okay they're still in the back of the car like can you go and get them so she goes to my house gets them out they're dirty like it wasn't rainy fortunately and so they went like muddy and dirty but she just like shook them out and here you go boys just like run right back out there and all was well I mean they didn't care right like just (laughs) pretty sure I haven't scarred them for life but uh okay so um The armour of God. Let's talk about the armour. This is is a Christian uniform that we're putting on. Because uh, let me read to you out of the message version, Ephesians 6, verse 10. It says, God is strong and He wants you strong. This is no afternoon athletic contest, don't you love the message, that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours. This is four keeps, a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. You know, we're in the army of God. There is a fight going on in the supernatural realm over our lives and over the lives of our family and friends. That's a real thing. And so we need to be equipped. We need to be ready for battle. We need to know how to clothe ourselves. And I love this topic. Putting on the armour of God became a passion, a prayer for me in a season where I just needed to have another layer of protection, another layer of armour, another layer of tools that I could go to fight with and I would go into my prayer closet every day and pray and put on the armour of God. There's help for us. There's keys. So today, my goal is to equip you with keys that we can overcome. So I'm going to teach you a bit of warfare today. How does that sound? All right, so let's just read through quickly Ephesians 6 verse 10 and I'm going to refer to different parts of it. It's the armour of God and this is Paul to the church in Ephesus. He says to them, okay, one final word, be strong in the Lord in his mighty power. I just read that out in a different translation. This is the New Living. Put on all of God's armour so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. Sometimes you hear people say that. It's like, oh, they're in a big fight with someone. It's like not fighting against them as a person. It's something that's on them that's just like rising up and really having a go at you. There's evil in the world, right? You only have to watch true crime to see that there's a lot of evil in the world. We're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. This is that other dimension against mighty powers in this dark world, against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, this is what we can do. Put on every piece of God's armour so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Okay, it gives you a plan. This is what you can do. After the battle, you'll still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armour of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news. So that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery darts of the evil one. There's defence. There's attack as well. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent. That's what we're doing this year, this week. Be persistent in our prayers for believers everywhere. So these are step-by-step instructions of what we can do to put on the armour of God, to put on our Christian uniform. Now I've got a photo here of a little item that I have on my uh, office. In my office, I actually own this. This is not off, off the internet. I didn't Google search armour and come up with this. Um, this poor guy, he's had a few knocks actually. He's fallen off a couple times and he has broken into a few pieces. Uh, so you can't see the little glue seams in there, but that's okay because there's uh, that's sort of like a little reflective of our life as well. So we're sort of re- visualising this this is a real army. This is a real army. It's not just like, oh, that's nice. We'll just pop on a cap and some thongs and we're all good to go. We're putting on the full-on helmet. We've got the shield, we've got the belt, we've got the sword and the shoes. So that's the that's the visual that you're sort of like picturing today. The Christian uniform. I'm going to talk through it in in a in my discretionary order. I call it uh, not in the order that I just read it to you because I'm just going to like uh, explain piece by piece to you. The helmet, let's talk about the helmet. My son, he certainly needed a helmet when he was um, travelling on his 1,000cc motorbike and he wasn't um, actually equipped to ride this motorbike. He took off at the lights and he did a big mono and just promptly slid off the back and, um, yes, slid a lot More than just the clothes off his back. A lot of skin. And I don't have the photo of that. You'll be happy to know. He was wearing a helmet. It probably saved his life. Uh, So we need the helmet. Okay, the first one is the helmet. Put on the the this helmet of salvation. What's the helmet of salvation? Salvation is Jesus paying the price for you. He died for you so that you would be cleansed, that you would be free, that you could put on this helmet and know that your thinking has been cleansed, that your vision has been cleansed, that your hearing has been cleansed, that your voice has been cleansed because of salvation, the price that Jesus paid. So when you put on this helmet, it is for protection. It protects your head protects your eyes, your ears, your mouth as well. This helmet of salvation is a really important thing to put on every day as your uniform, that you are just, okay, God, I'm seeing through the eyes of Christ today into my circumstances. As I'm looking at people, I'm putting on the helmet of salvation. Number two, we're putting on the breastplate of righteousness. This breastplate, it covers us. It covers our vital organs. It covers our heart. It covers our lungs. It covers our breath. It covers our back from some of those backstabbing things that sometimes can get, um, those things get, get said against us or turned around against us or betrayal that happens to us. It covers us and protects us. The breastplate of righteousness, what is it? Righteousness is because Jesus paid the price for us. So that means we can stand before God the Father being made right. That's what righteous means. We're made right. Because of what Jesus did in dying on the cross for us. And this is what we're commemorating next weekend at Easter time. Jesus paid the price for each one of us. He died on that cross so that we would be made righteous, would be made right and not separated from God. We could stand before God in this place. So we're putting on this breastplate of righteousness again for protection, But in that uh, image of, okay, I'm made right. I can stand before God because of the price that Jesus paid. Not because I can earn it. Not because of all the good stuff that I've done or the good thoughts or the good deeds that I've done. Because of the righteousness of Christ. And I put on the breastplate of righteousness. Okay, so shall we move on to the belt of truth? We gird our waist with the belt of truth. The belt of truth, that is we believe the truth. We believe the truth about what God has said about us, about the promises that He's given us. There's other stuff. There's lies that try and get in there and harass us. So We know, we put on, we gird our waist. We centre ourselves with truth. We speak truth. We're people of integrity. As we put on this uniform, this Christian uniform. We say, okay, I'm going to be a person of truth as I put on this armor of God. I will believe truth and I will speak truth. I will be a person of integrity. I will do what I said I'm going to do. I am going to honor God. That is the belt of truth, it's you, your core. It secures you. It's right around your middle. It strengthens the other part. So every morning as you're getting dressed, think, I'm pulling out my Christian wardrobe. I'm putting on the Christian uniform, the armour of God. What do you reckon? Something that you might be able to incorporate into your daily uh, dressing routine. How about the shoes? The shoes. Dan, he's got some new shoes on today. Dan Frecker, he's got some new kicks. And it's, ah, okay. The shoes of the gospel of peace. The shoes of the gospel of peace. So this is uh, the truth of what Jesus has done. He's paid. We've got the good news. We have got the good news here today. And this is why we want to share it. We want to open the doors. We want to pray for our friends and family to be saved because we want them to know the good news that they can be accepted, that they can be embraced by their loving Father that the door is always wide open. Jesus is only one prayer away because of the good news that Jesus paid the price for every single person. And we walk with that knowledge of the gospel of peace and the peace that just, oh God, gives us that assurance it's it's going to be okay it's good i've got god with me peace that surpasses all understanding the bible says it doesn't matter what's going on and the circumstances in your life that can cause you anxiety or stress or trouble okay i'm walking in the gospel of the shoes of peace of peace in my life it's a confident stride Wherever we tread, we know we're representative of Jesus and He's with us. He lives in us, comes to live on the inside of us. It's so good. Okay, so now we're going to take up the shield of faith. This is a a couple of accessories. Uh, They're pretty powerful accessories, can I just say. The shield of faith. It's a protective shield. The Bible says, this scripture says, it extinguishes the fiery darts of the evil one. So there is stuff out there that's trying to take you out. Okay, you may be aware of it, you may not be, but most likely you are. Something that's trying to discourage you. Something's trying to pull you down. Something that's trying to harass you. These are the fiery darts of the evil one. And this is this shield that comes up. It's a shield of faith. Faith that believes in the unseen. Faith that believes that God's a God of the impossible. We take up the shield of faith, which just resists those fiery darts. It's like they bounce off it, but you have to activate it. It's no good just on your little bedside table there. You have to pick up the shield of faith and just be proactive with it. It's an active thing. It's not a little handbag accessory that, you know, just for show. It's like you take taken up that shield of faith. It gets out the negativity, gets out the lies, gets out the doubt, the criticism, the fear. It just stamps it out. Different accusations that come from people, from the enemy, Guilt that can can settle on you. Anger. Faith is an attitude. Faith is an attitude. It's something that we go, okay, I'm going to be that person, that man or that woman of faith. I'm going to rise up uh, against my circumstances because I've got God with me. He's with me. It's all powerful. His presence is so strong. It's so supernatural. Nothing is too difficult. It's believing in the impossible. What are you facing today where you need that shield of faith to just come up and just knock down some of those question marks, some of those doubts, some of those things that you just that, that just come. You don't even have to try. They're just there. You're taking up that shield of faith. And what about when we put all those shields together? amazing unity. If you put all these shields across the church, and this is the power of unity within the church, as you put up those shields of faith together, imagine how much resistance we can have as an army when we're arm in arm, side by side, and we're standing in faith, and we're believing in the promises of God, and we're going forward, and we're taking ground, and we're seeing this church rise up in this city. We're seeing people stream into the house of God because we're arm in arm and we're fighting together. It's a good thing to be united in that. that. This is the faith that's come out of that series of the fourth dimension as we're just rising up and go, what if, what if God would do what He said He would do? What if those promises in the Bible, what if He breathes life into the Word of God and gives me a rabble Word of God and the power of that Word as I'm believing for the miraculous? God can do amazing things in our life, in your and my life. We're putting on that Christian uniform, the armour of God. We're taking up the sword of the Spirit. Right. This is a powerful one. This is the ultimate one. This is, it says, take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Where's Sid? I saw you here before, Sid. You have your Bible. You bring your Bible. Can you give me, give your Bible a bit of a wave in the air? That's the Word of God. Yeah, he brought his Bible. Yeah, come on. Wave it there loud and proud. Yeah, come on. That's the Word of God. That's the Bible that we can read every day. It's daily bread to us. It feeds us and it gives us um, word and power. The word is power. I'll tell you how powerful it is. Hebrews 4 verse 12, it says, For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword. That's like sharp, sharp. Cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. We take the sword of the Spirit. It's the Word of God and we declare it over our circumstances. It is so strong and powerful. Imagine if you had an intruder in your house. Maybe something ran in there. Maybe it was a little possum that turned into a rat. I never finished that story right last year if you were here when I talked about uh, the possums in our roof that was like really annoying us. And we're like, how can we catch these possums and catch, you know, get the little possum trap and pay a lot of money for the possum trap man to come and not catch anything. We put set up the GoPro and got the, on video, found out it was a rat. Oh. It wasn't just one rat. It was like seven rats. Oh. Oh my gosh, in our ceiling, guys, it's disgusting. Oh, I think we live in a rubbish tip. Oh okay, there was intruders in our house. We're not going to tolerate it. We're going to get rid of them. We're going to do whatever it takes to get rid of them. We're going to find ways. We're going to maybe use the sword. I don't know. Little trap, little rat sacks. Um, They're all gone now. Just so you know, we have a clean house again. But if there is an intruder in your house, you're going to get rid of it. You're going to do whatever it takes. Maybe there's an intruder in your finances. Maybe there's an intruder in your family. Maybe there's an intruder in your mind. You need to say, okay that's enough I'm going to take I'm going to take I'm going to okay that's it I'm drawing a line in the sand and say that's enough we're not going to tolerate this intruder anymore and taking a stand and taking the sword of the Spirit which is the Word of God and we're going to speak to that intruder and say get out of our house get off our kids get out of our family get off our marriage get off our finances and and it will go in the name of Jesus because you're declaring You're taking this sword of the Spirit. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. It's not just enough to do it one time. It's having that stance every day, putting on the armour of God, taking up the sword of the Spirit, being ready to fight, being ready to go after whatever's trying to come in and rob you or your family or your kids or your business or whatever it is. The Bible says, don't be ignorant of the devil's devices. He's prowling around, looking who He can devour. Who who can I take out? Who can I discourage? Who can I distract? Who can I make too busy? Who can I get in there and just cause angst in you, pull you down, take your energy away so that you can't pray, so that you can't get in church, so that you can't hang around other Christians and encourage people, so you can't pray for an hour during this week for the ones that God's given you. This is where we stand having done all the bible says stand having done all you put on the armor of god just close your eyes when i invite the band to come up just take a moment and visualize yourself putting on the armor of god it's the christian uniform you're putting on the helmet of salvation just picture it in your mind you're putting on the breastplate of righteousness you Tying that around your sides. You're made righteous. You're putting on the belt of truth. You're going to believe truth from now on. Every day you put on this belt of truth, you're going to believe what God says about you. You're going to believe those promises that He's given you. You're putting on the shoes of the gospel of peace every day. Just visualize yourself. Right now, just doing that, you're taking up the shield of faith. This is a strong shield. This is a resistant shield. This is resilient. You're taking up that shield. You're taking up that sword of the Spirit. And every day as you take it up, you get stronger and stronger. And you can hold a more powerful weapon in your hand. You can fight with a heavier sword as you get used to exercising that muscle, as you're picking up that sword of the Spirit and you're fighting with it. This is a powerful truth in the Word of God. Paul spoke to that church at Ephesus. Put on the armour of God and having done all, stand I want to equip you today, church. I want to equip you in this fight. I want to equip you as an army of God. Thank you, Jesus for this revelation, for this truth, God. Oh, Lord, for just giving us today just a yes in our spirit. We want to lean into this Word, into the Word of God. Oh, we want to fight with you and for you and together as a body of people. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're so good. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Okay, you can open your eyes. Hey, what do you think about the armour of God? Do you think that you might want to put on that new uniform of Christianity every day? I think it'd be really good if we stand to our feet right now.